Thanks for tuning into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on AmeriCal, Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, you can find us on AmericaOutloud.news, brand new up and running site. It looks great. You guys got to go check it out. Thousands of podcasts and articles over AmericaOutloud.news, as I said, updated at the beginning of the year. Uh, you can find our full archive of shows. Just hit the drop-down menu, go to podcasts, find After Dark with Rob and Andrew, and you'll see all three years of shows that Rob and I have done on After Dark with Rob and Andrew. Uh, hundreds of guests, uh, so many important topics. We really appreciate it when you guys go and check out AmericaOutloud.news. A lot of news to discuss today, for sure. You look at what's happened with Nikki Haley losing in her home state, still being in denial, still saying that she's going to continue on and give the American people a choice, uh, like the choice hasn't been made already. I mean, I'm not a big fan of polls, Rob, but when you're losing by 30 points in a poll, I mean, that means something. And that's the reality for Nikki Haley uh, for the rest of these states, she has no path. She's losing by 30 plus points and she's defiant, acting like uh, she's successful in these elections where she's getting buried by 20, 30 points every week. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. This woman is just coming across dumb, Rob. What are your thoughts on that? By coming out with these ridiculous speeches after getting thumped, I mean, uh, it just makes her look stupid. I don't know who's giving her this advice. Well, I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in tonight, Andrew. We've been waiting all weekend to cover this. Nikki Haley. We're also going to cover probably tomorrow who we think Trump should pick at his, as his VP. But right now we know it should not be Nikki. We know this primary is over, so it's time to start talking about the VP. And I hope Trump realizes it also. As much as a thorn as she is in his side, he has got to pivot quickly. Don't give her any oxygen because the media is going to give her the oxygen now because she's being defiant. Andrew, she got spanked on Saturday. She got spanked in New Hampshire. There is no reason for her to continue on. But as she said last week earlier on, that after Saturday, after her defeat on Saturday, she will still be in the race. She's in this for the long haul. And she has these deep pocket rhinos and Democrats. We have to say that because after the election that took place in South Carolina, they went and they interviewed people and you had Democrats saying, oh, yeah, I voted for her. I'm going to continue to vote for her. Do you think they will vote for her during a general? Absolutely not. But see, they're doing this in defiance of Trump. She knows it. The people that are behind her know it, but they're going to continue the charade. And Andrew, I dare say, I wouldn't at all be surprised if she takes this and she decides to join the party of no labels. Do not doubt me when I say this, because when you listen to what she's saying and her knowing that 19% of the electorates are independents and they're saying no Biden, no Trump. You see, that's a dangerous group of people. I've always said that. They mess up elections. They don't understand elections. They have their own little self-righteous ways, thinking that we're going to make it better. No, you're not. You're making it worse. But be that as it may, everyone is entitled to their vote. But if you want 
Joe Biden, if you want the trajectory that we're going in right now to continue, support Joe, support Nikki, because that's exactly what will happen. No good will come of this. And as I said before, Republicans need to jump on this thing with Trump is too old. Pivot from that is the cognitive ability. It's the cognitive skill set that Joe doesn't have and Trump does have. And you see, Nikki is running with this. Oh, no, it's old age. And Trump, he's old. And he keeps forgetting this. And he and I'm like, I said this earlier on. I said it earlier on when the election was stolen from Trump. I said, we cannot talk about the age. It's more about the cognitive ability. And you had Republicans, oh, but Trump, he's too old. Again, the Democrats sowed that seed and Republicans jumped on it. And now Nikki, she's going to continue it. Oh, and Trump brings chaos. No, Nikki, Biden brings chaos. Look at Afghanistan. Look at the Hamas-Israeli war. Look at what's happening with Iran. That's your chaos. Look at what's happening with Russia and Ukraine. That's your chaos. We're coming up on the third anniversary of Russia invading Ukraine. We were told it would be six months and this would be over. The only reason why this is continuing on is because the United States is giving Ukraine money. But if we weren't giving them money, Russia would have already squashed them. They would have already leveled this. It would have already happened. And to be quite honest with you, Andrew, I don't know what Putin is waiting on. Biden isn't going to do anything to him. And see, these are the hard conversations that neither Republicans or Democrats want to have. Because if you say that, they'll say, oh, you're supporting Putin. No, I'm not supporting Putin. I'm just speaking truth to power. If we were to stop funding, Russia would go ahead and go in. And although we're funding them, Russia can still go ahead and go in. So I don't know what he's waiting for. I guess it's a game of cat and mouse. Ukraine can't sustain the attacks that Russia is putting on them. And then you have Nikki. Oh, no, we got to keep on. We got to keep we got to keep giving uh, Ukraine money. Folks, she's a warmonger. She cares nothing about our border, although she says she does. But if she did, she would stop attacking Trump and attack Joe on the border. And then they'll run to this old excuse. Yeah, but when Trump was in office, he promised us that he was going to do this and Mexico was going to pay for it. And you know what I come back with? But he wanted to fund our military. He wanted to make certain that our men and women were getting raises because they had families to take care of because of the failed Obama policies. But he decided to defund the military, just like they defunded the police. And look at what happened now with defunding the police. So Trump decided, I remember it so clearly, he said, Mad Dog Mattis, the traitor that he is, convinced Trump, fund the military. We're go the wall for now, just fund the military. And Trump said, I'm going to do it. But if you guys come to me one more time with a, a bill like this, I am going to reject it. He said that. The media never talks about it. The media never talks about Trump funding the military. Nikki Haley never talks about it. The only thing she wants to say is, oh, Trump doesn't like the military. The military has never had a greater friend than Donald Trump. Never had a greater friend. And, you know, during his acceptance speech last night, his victory speech, Andrew, he even said, and I wish he would say more of this. He said, you know, I say a lot of things. I say it in jest. I'm just having fun. He said, but the media will take it and will run with it and make it seem as if though it's something bad. Case in point, there was a gala that they had in South Carolina. And Trump said, oh, the lights are so bright here. The only people I can see are the black people. The media ran with it. Oh, he's talking about black people. No, I took it to say he's saying, yeah, I know white people are here, but look at the black people that are supporting me. See, they don't want to spin it that way. Look at the black people that are supporting me. I'm not focusing on the white people. I'm focusing on the black people. Look at the black people that are supporting me. 
He also made the comment that comparing himself to being in jail or the indictments to black men. The media, oh, what is he saying? What do you mean, what is he saying? I've sat there, how many times have I said that on this show, Andrew? That if Trump were to play this right and tell black people, they're persecuting you, me, the way they have persecuted black men. I've said that so many times on this show. And of course, the left-wing media gets it, and then they turn it around. Why won't the media get this here, the right-wing media, and say, wait a minute. But you look at what has happened to black men and the persecution, and you look at all these liberal laws that when Trump was in office, he was rolling them back. So maybe there is a connection there, but they won't do it because they're afraid to do it. But here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, I'm not going to be afraid because, Andrew, I am sick and tired of being sick and tired of these liberals and their crazy policies and the way they have kept black people on this mental plantation. It is sickening. And it is time to wake up. The only card they will play is the race card. And now you have Nikki Haley who's going along with it. And does she actually think the media likes her? She's just a useful tool. She got spanked. She should step down and say, that's it. Okay, I concede. But as I said, she's looking at more than likely a party, a run for the No Labels Party. The only question now is, will it take hold and who will she pick as her VP? Because if she sees there's an inroad there, Andrew, and if she's either able to garner support I mean, she's going to go take this all the way to the election. No, I don't know if she'll be on the ballot. I don't know if she'll decide at the 11th hour, okay, they don't have room for me to be there. But I do see her trying to be a foil. And for all those people who had said that Trump should pick her as a VP, now what do you think about it? I never trusted her. I knew she was a snake. She was a snake. Well, I take that back. You open my eyes to, and then I started looking, closer observation, and I'm like, she is a snake. She is a snake. Because you would think she would step down. And remember what she's saying, Andrew. She's not saying that she's running against Biden. She's saying she's running against Kamala. And her last statement, she said that there will be a woman in the White House. Will it be Kamala or me, meaning Nikki Haley? Again, Trump should pivot, give her no credence. Don't look at her. Don't address her. Forget all about her because the media is going to give her the air that she wants, that she's just so, I mean, just dying to get. And you got to also remember, Andrew, she, I think she, what was that? There was an agreement that uh, Rona had that you would support the eventual nominee and she agreed to it. Now she's going to back out of that. There's no loyalty. Nikki has no loyalty. You see, she did the same thing to Trump. And if the media won't call that up here on After Dark, we're going to play it up because she signed that agreement and she said that she would support the eventual nominee. Now she's trying to back out of it. I'm not going to let her forget it. And neither should you. We should not let her forget it because she did the same thing to Trump when she said, if you run, I will not run against you. And then she decided to change her mind. Oh no, I've got to run because you know the people, they want someone else. No, Nikki, you want someone else. You got spanked in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina. Oh, we can't forget about Nevada. 
She got spanked there. She wasn't even running against anyone in the uh, primary. And she still got spanked. Then she comes home to South Carolina and they're telling you, we don't want you. Of course, there are those who are like, oh, I'm always Nikki. I want Nikki. See, they're the dangerous group. But I would say to Trump, again, you need to fill in that gap. Go to the inner cities, court the black vote. I don't care what Democrats say. I don't care what the media is saying. They keep throwing this racist thing at you because they're hoping that black people will forget about all the harm that the open border has done to their communities. They'll forget about you dumping these illegal aliens in their communities. They're hoping that you'll forget about that. Nikki is hoping that you don't remember it. You see, she's not loyal. She has no loyalty, not an ounce, a shred of loyalty. This woman will do anything to further her cause. Anything. Like she's trying to get the military families against Trump. Oh, he was attacking my husband. Oh, really? Well, why isn't your husband by your side? Did he have to go on that second uh, round? Did he, He's a medic. Did he have to go? Or was he trying to get away from you? Let's just be honest. If he knew you were running for office, why would he leave your side? And those tears she was claiming like, oh, and I wish he could be here. I don't trust it. I'm very cynical when it comes to Nikki. She has shown us her true color. There is no loyalty. She has none. And she needs to be called out. This woman is very treacherous. She will make you think that, oh, I'm down with the party. No, she isn't. It's all about Nikki. And I would dare say for her, this is just another notch on her belt for she and her mom. I don't think she cares about this country. It's all about, I want to be the first. I want to be the first person. I want to be the first woman president, the first Indian president, the first minority president. That's all she's looking at. And she's deceiving the American people. She, has, she doesn't have an ounce of loyalty. She has to be called out about it. We need to dig deeper and see what she's all about. Because I, for one, I don't trust her. When she was in South Carolina, she was so quick to flip-flop on the entire flag issue and taking down statues. I do not trust this woman. As an ambassador, she was good. She was tough. She spoke up. Remember, she even said, she told Trump, if you give this job to me, I want to do it my way. I mean, as if though she's the president, I want to do it my way. And I want you to intervene. She was good. We have to give it to her. She was good. But as far as loyalty, it's on display right now. Can we really trust her? And remember, she even said once when she was courting China to bring jobs to South Carolina, that she didn't know if she was working for China or the United States. Now, to me, that's huge. But see, the left, they won't play that up because they're okay with China coming in. Now, had Trump said that, oh my God, he's in cahoots, in cahoots with China. But see, Nikki said it, so they're okay with it. Don't take your eye off her. She is a threat. And she's going to blow this thing up if she's not stopped. So my word to Trump is to ignore Nikki Haley. Don't mention her. Don't give her any airtime. Just ignore her. Pretend as if though she never existed. Because as far as I'm concerned, she doesn't. Let us take her on. Let your supporters take her on. 
Because if you say anything, it's going to be turned into, oh, he's a homophobe or he's, yeah, I did say homophobe. He's a, he's genderist. He's against her because she's a woman. He's against her because she's Indian. And they're going to throw everything at him. And then he'll spend time trying to defend it. Just ignore her. Andrew, do you not feel the same way? Absolutely. She's not worth uh, any more time from President Trump. Maybe a little dig every now and then in a speech, but uh, nothing serious. She is out of this race, as we've been discussing. However, she will not drop out. She's obviously rooting for something to happen to President Trump, because I don't know what else it could be. Uh, we're going to discuss that more when we come back. You guys are tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Today's high-stress, on-the-go lifestyle makes it hard to stay heart-healthy. Lifestyle changes like exercise and diet are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support three aspects of heart health, cholesterol, blood pressure, and triglycerides, with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients. You would need to take 13 pills to get the same amount of nutrients in each gel pack. And these great-tasting gels come in a small packet. Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on AmericaOutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, AmericaOutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use CofixRx because it works. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. We are back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, continuing our discussion on uh, the South Carolina results. President Trump coming up with another big victory, uh, his victory celebration. It looked like a great time. I mean, he had a lot of amazing patriots in the room. Uh, the guy with the brick suit, uh, so many other greats in the crowd that we always see at the Trump rallies. And of course, uh, the usuals like Tim Scott, um, a lot of the people, Vivek, the people that he's been keeping around him have been good this time around for the most part, uh, except maybe Lindsey Graham, who he did bring up on stage to a lot of booze, which I thought 
was appropriate for warmongering Lindsay, who's been uh, Zelensky's puppet, wanting to send all this money off to Ukraine. Uh, the MAGA fan base does not trust Lindsay. They remember after the election was stolen how quickly he tucked his tail and uh, changed the narrative and went against Trump. And Trump's not an idiot. He realizes this, but it's one of those situations where it's uh, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer, maybe. So uh, he's just using Lindsey Graham. He knows that he's not someone that he can really trust. But uh, I did take great enjoyment out of him getting booed off the stage by the Make America Great Again Patriots at the South Carolina rally. Rob, what were your thoughts on Lindsey Graham? getting booed off the stage. Well, you know that was going to happen. As you said, I think Trump's position is keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. We all know that Lindsay is a useful tool. He can't be trusted because at any moment he will come out against Trump as opposed to standing with Trump. But we also know that Trump knows how to twist his arm to get him to do the right thing. And it's, it's really unfortunate because Lindsey Graham could be a great senator. He has the ability to be a great senator. And if you recall back, I think it was in 2022, or was it 2020, when he was up for election again, and he was crying and telling people, oh, send me money because they're going to come against me, and they have all this money, and they're, they want my seat. And, I mean, and I felt sorry for the guy at one point, but I also think that Lindsay, at times, when it really mattered, he was quiet. When he could have spoken up, he didn't speak up. So, Or like I, in the last midterms, we wish he was quiet and he opened his mouth and about all these abortion bans. A lot of people thought he cost the GOP a lot of votes. I mean, you this know, guy so just right. does, he doesn't he, have good awareness. He did do it. Open up his mouth when he could have kept it shut. Like, don't say anything. Don't comment. You know, let, let, us, let, us, let us handle this. And he came out with a lot of craziness. So you're right. He does have a tendency of opening up his mouth when his mouth be, should be kept sh shut. But he is a useful tool, like I said. And I think that Trump knows how to, for the most part, how to deal with him, how to you know, put him out there just to say some things and then rein him back in. I just wish he knew how to fight the way Trump knew how to fight. And we see that a lot of these Republicans, they don't know how to fight. They're afraid of their own shadow. So when he came up and he was met with booze, and, you know, and Trump was very generous. Trump said, no, no, you know, yeah. and, and, and he even said that, you know, sometimes he's a little bit too far left than most of us want to. But <laughs> he said, you know, he's Lindsey Graham. And that's when he was met with booze and Trump said, let's, you know, it, it's OK. And Lindsey even looked uncomfortable when he went on stage and and, and rightfully so. But something else I want to mention, in addition to Lindsey Graham, like you said, he also had Tim Scott. You want to say something, Andrew? Yeah, I was just going to say, anyone that uh, sucks up to Zelensky like Lindsey Graham does, I think will be booed on a America first Donald Trump stage. Uh, people are sick of all this foreign aid that these senators just keep wanting to send, and they keep forgetting the big Part of Donald Trump's platform is America first. Uh, Donald Trump hasn't forgotten that. But uh, these warmongers from the old times, like Lindsey, uh, they'd like to keep things going. And I think that's the issue. They've forgotten that Trump is America first. And it's not as if though we're saying that we don't care about other countries. But it's time for us to put America first. We have issues ourselves. 
we have issues on our own border. We need to close our border as opposed to trying to make certain that Russia is not impeding on Ukraine's border. You know, I wish they I wish they had that same push to protect our own borders. And that's how you know that some Republicans are okay with the borders being open the way they are. Because they're not they you don't see that vigor in their speech with we need to stop this. And and Lindsey Graham is one of them. He would sit down and write checks to Ukraine all day long. And maybe it's a personal thing. Maybe they just don't like Putin and they just want him to win. They don't care about Ukraine, but they want to show Putin, well, look right. at what we could do. But Putin is I think, eating our lunch. I think they're all getting kickbacks. That's why they like these uh, um, wars. It's either insider trading or some ways. Uh, that's why they're so desperate to send us money to Ukraine. I mean, when they didn't do the border package, the Republican Senate went and cut a deal with Democrats to send them more money. I mean, that's how desperate they are to get this deal done. It's unbelievable. Like you said, if only they cared about our own border like they do about giving Zelensky anything he wants. And that's the sad thing about it. You know, they, they don't cons- they're not concerned with our border. They will give uh, Zelensky anything that he wants. But when it comes to, OK, let's see about our border. Let's see about protecting our own border. They won't do it. It's like they, that's the last thing that they think about. And it just goes back to, like I said, with Nikki Haley, because you would think she would be out, you know, calling this out. I mean, she does say some things, but she doesn't say enough, in my opinion. And just going back to her and the Trump speech, uh, I've got to point to you guys' attention, as it was pointed out to mine when we went to break, that Trump didn't even mention her after he won in South Carolina, which is a good thing. Because I said during the first block, he needs to pivot from her. I don't know how long that's going to last, but he did not acknowledge her, and he shouldn't, because it's evident that he's going to be the nominee. Now, Super Tuesday is coming up on March 5th, and no matter how it plays out, she still won't be the nominee. Now, she has deep pockets from Republicans and Democrats. I think she has some pockets on Wall Street. And you would think that Wall Street would look at this and say, wait a minute, we, we can't go with her. Yeah. You know, you look at Jamie yeah. Dimon, he even said that Trump was right. His policies, you probably didn't like some of the things he was saying, but his policies were benefited America. And yeah, that's what we need. Super, super t- I believe after Super Tuesday, Nikki will be mathematically eliminated. Um, not sure if she still stays in the race at that point. Uh, I don't know about you, Rob. I almost expect her to. Well, I think she's been eliminated already. But you can't, for some reason, Nikki is not accepting. She's not accepting the fact that she has been spanked more than once. Maybe it's maybe it's a fetish. Maybe she enjoys getting spanked. Maybe she enjoys being humiliated. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, Andrew, come on. Maybe she. Enjoy, maybe this is like a dominatrix thing that she loves being spanked. She loves being spanked hard. It is not just a light spanking. She was like spanked hard. She has been crushed in her own state. The writing is on the wall. Get out. But she's not going to. Because I think, Andrew, behind the scenes, somebody in her camp is probably talking to the No Labels Party. And they're probably saying, look. She got like 19% of the independence. Maybe we should keep her in. Maybe this will be the opening that we wanted to introduce another party. The media is going to cover her. 
Yeah, I mean, she's had a lot of embarrassing moments this campaign. Uh, a few weeks ago, one of the guys that she was accused of sleeping with, someone said, posted a message on social media about them uh, having sex in the back of a car. And the guy, quote, tweeted it and said, actually, it was an SUV. So, I mean, just some of these things are adding up for her that just are embarrassing. I mean, accusations of her cheating on her husband, uh, taking all these kickbacks. She's lost all her credibility that she had. Uh, it's just a real story in the downfall of American politician. Uh, we thought it was bad for Ron DeSantis, but Nikki Haley's reputation has went way down in the tank. I mean, even worse than Ron DeSantis's. And see, I didn't hear about the whole thing with the the guy tweeting because again, I'm not on Twitter that she had uh, he had sex with her in the back of an SUV. And of course, the media they're not <laughs> going to talk about it. You know why? Because they wanted to protect her. She's a virtuous woman. But if it were a man, they would talk about it nonstop. And as I said on all of our shows, was good for the goose is good for the gander. So if you're going to talk about a man's sex life, you need to talk about hers. They did it with George Bush, both Bushes. We know that they did it with Clinton. They even hinted around with it with Obama, but they shut it down because he was the first black president and we can't uh, we can't uh, harm him. But now that he's out of office, now we're hearing about his man fantasies, gay man fantasies, and it's okay to each his own. But if you're going to talk about one, you have to talk about the other. The same way we're going to talk about Kamala sleeping her way up the, up the, the chain to, for politics. So we've got to talk about Nikki also. Now, Nikki will run to, oh, but my husband, he's serving. And... In my opinion, he should be by your side. He could have very easily taken a leave of absence. Now, I don't know how marriages work. Like they said, you know, you're on the outside looking in. The only people who know what's happening in the marriage is the couple. He knew she was going to run. There's something there that's not right, Andrew. I don't care how many times people want to stay away from it. And I'm sure the media knows it. They know that there's something rotten there. They smell it. They see it. Remember John Edwards and his wife, a Democrat, back in 20, was it 2008 when he was running? And his wife, Elizabeth Edwards, they had this contentious relationship and they tried to hide it. And we found out later on after she had died that there were many times that they were on the tarmac going from plane to plane, that they were like at each other's throat fussing and that in one instance she ran up and ripped off her blouse and say why don't you love me why don't you want me but see that was all hidden from us so i'm certain that there's some drama behind nikki and no i'm not being petty i'm just speaking the truth because now in today's policy politics no holds barred everything is out there for consumption i think we should leave the kids out of it but as far as the spouses it's out there and the way they treated right. trump and Melania? No, it's fair game. It's all and fair Rob, game. Rob, do you think it's true? Uh, maybe it shouldn't be. I mean, cheating is cheating. But it's a worse look for a woman that cheats on her husband in politics than it is for a man. Would well, you agree I, with that? Like well, Kamala well, Harris, for example. Because as a woman, you get the reputation that you're sleeping around to improve your position. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand it. I think it's bad for whoever does it. Uh, you know, it, wrong is wrong. You know, you you have a vow. You're supposed right. to stick to your vow. But right, that's it, just it, a horrible label for a woman to have. It, it is a horrible label. You know, but the the left wants to clean it up. I mean, look at how look at how they present women now. I mean, it's all about women and their sexuality. They don't wear clothes. I mean, it, I mean, it's horrible. That's a whole different show that we could talk about. 
you know, because they're trying to break down these barriers to say if a man can do it, a woman can do it. But if that's the case, if a woman, if a man can do it, a woman can do it. If we're going to talk about the man having an affair, then we're going to talk about the woman having an affair. Then they want to say, hold on, you can't do it. Then they want to make the woman virtuous. Then they want to say, oh, you can't say this about her because she's a woman. Why not? You just said that they're interchangeable. Well, the left did. There's no difference. But see, it's the way they define it. But here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, we're just going to call it balls and strikes. Balls and strikes, that's it. Yeah. And if Nikki's not doing what she's supposed to do, we're going to call it out. Yeah, I know tomorrow we've got our vice president discussion, but it makes you wonder if uh, Christy Nome would be hesitant to run because of the allegations of her affair with uh, Corey Lewandowski. Well, I mean, and it's fair game. I hate to say it, but it's fair game. <laughs> it's fair yeah, game. Exactly. And more than likely, it's going to come up. And I hope she's because, prepared. you know, if, if if Trump selected her, the media would just be all over that. I mean, there would be more stories all the time about it. They're going to be all over it, and I hope she's prepared to give an answer. If it happens, she needs to say, "Well, is she married now, or is she divorced?" I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't. Know I believe she, she. I'm pretty sure she's. I'm pretty sure she's married. Okay, then if it did happen, she needs to just own it and say, "Yep, it was a moment of indiscretion, but we've moved on from it." Don't try to hide it. Don't try to pretend as if though it didn't happen, because if it did happen, the truth will come out. And they'll produce evidence. They'll produce pictures. And, you know, the media, they're, they're good at this. So, and to, to, my advice to her, if. Yeah, she's she's married, uh, she's married. to Brian Noam since 1992. Okay, 1992. So if it comes up almost 20-something years uh, that she had an affair with him, she needs to admit it and just say, yep, it happened. We've gone beyond it. And that's it. See, that's how you put the squash on it. But if you try to hide it, they say, oh, no, this is a personal matter. Okay, you just told us that it did happen by saying it's a personal matter. So just say it happened. It happened. My husband and I, we talked about it, and we moved on. I don't know why people want to try to cover it up anyway. I mean, this is America. Everyone's having an affair, unfortunately. So if you did it, you got caught, just admit it and just say it happened. Move on. But like, as you said, you know, if it comes up, it's, it, to me, it's fair game. It's fair game. So I hope she's You're ready for those talking points. You're so right. I think Americans, the real people, they appreciate it when you sit down with them and tell them what happened instead of try and hide or lie about it. Or like Joe Biden's case, where he'll have his handlers write speeches to talk around issues. Uh, you're better just coming in, sitting down, especially if you don't have anything illegal that you've done. Just come clean. Uh, there's no no shame in that. And actually... Uh, I think it would be uh, beneficial for her in the long run if that did happen. Two consenting adults. You did it, own it, and move on. It's when you try to cover it up, try to hide it, pretend as if though it didn't happen, and try to get sympathy like Nikki. I mean, she's trying to like him and Hall, like, oh, you're trying to attack my family, their military family. Well, military families are known to have indiscretions. They're known to have affairs. I mean, so just admit it. I said the same thing about Trump. I'm like, if he had these affairs, yes, it's embarrassing, but just say, yeah, I did it. So what? I mean, I, I would have just admitted it and like, forget about it. But then what happens, Andrew, is that the left, then they want to revisit Christianity. Then they want to bring up Christianity. Oh, well, you're supposed to be a Christian and you're supposed to be this. It's like, but what do you care? You don't believe in Jesus. You don't believe in being a Christian. Well, you don't believe in religion, so what do you care what I do? Well, because you're trying to be so self-righteous. Okay, then still, what do you care? 
And then why are you trying to turn other people against us? And then you have people, yeah. Christians, who will fall for it and go, oh, well, I'm going to have second thoughts about this. It's like you're allowing a left winger who doesn't care about your religion tell you how you should think. Really? Come on. It's crazy. Yeah, these people that want to judge Trump. I mean, this guy has been living his life in the fast lane. He's cutting deals, building up Atlantic City, uh, huge in the casino business, Uh TV show, number one TV show in America. I mean, life was coming at President Trump so fast. It has been for the last 40, 50 years. Uh, it's really not comparable to an average person. I mean, he's been living life large and in the fast lane. And that's how he's built his incredible brand that he has right now. Of course, along the way, uh, n not everything is perfect. You make some mistakes. And uh, President Trump just like anybody else, is not perfect. But when you're talking about doing the job of the president of the United States, I know he's the best in my lifetime, and uh, we really need to get that back. Uh, I feel he was completely robbed in 2020. So 2024 has got to be President Trump's year. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the, nutrition, the leader in nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You go to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products, or go to AmericaOutloud.shop where you can find the affiliate link for Healthy Cell and use the promo code OUTLOUD to save. So go to HealthyCell.com or AmericaOutloud.shop. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Ayers. Cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugar, inflammation, and weight. These are all real-world problems that 87% of Americans are struggling with. Often, there are no symptoms, but left unattended, we become inundated with one health problem after another. It's time to fight back with Heal Right. Heal Right is a bar that you eat, but it's food as medicine that addresses the nutritional root cause of health issues in just eight weeks. Developed by world-renowned scientists and backed by 15 years of research, Heal Right is effective, but it's also delicious and works without additional diet or lifestyle changes. Step out of the statistics and use food as medicine. Visit HealRight.com OutLoud or AmericaOutloud.shop and use the code OUTLOUD for 20% off. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with Oxy Powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy Powder is our number one seller. It worked. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. So, Andrew, this is the last half of the show. And still, you know, we're talking about Nikki. And the spanking that she got, and whether or not she enjoys this, maybe this is some type of sadomasochist thing that she likes that's happening to her, because the anyone else would have just said, I'm going to give it up. This is it. I'm going to throw in the towel, as Ron DeSantis had done. Because you got to think back, Andrew, Chris Christie had said the same thing, that he was going to stay in for the long haul. And everyone knew that he wasn't going to win. He just wanted to be a foil to Trump, hoping that he would get voters from Trump. And that's a bad thing. Again, Republicans behaving badly. Why would you want 
to take away voters from him, why would you want to damage him knowing that you're not going to support any of the other candidates? And I don't think he's come out to support Nikki Haley. He hasn't endorsed any candidate. But you still have Republicans on the sidelines trying to destroy Trump. And you would think they would say, but wait a minute. If he is going to be the nominee, if he's going to go against Joe, why are we giving the left ammunition to attack him? If that, if it's inevitable, whether we like it or not, we want a Republican in, why don't we just go ahead and get behind him or shut up? But see, that's how you know, Andrew, that these guys aren't true Republicans. This is how you know that they don't care if a Republican is in the White House, because it's all about them. Look at the mooch. He's out saying, oh, Trump is no good and we got to do all we can to stop him. He's supposed to be a Republican. I, I mean, I want them to tell me what harm did Trump do when he was in office or what harm is he going to do that you don't want him back in office? That's the million dollar question. What harm is he going to bring to the White House? Because we know that they said he was going to bring it in 2016. It was all a lie because we won in any new wars. The economy bounced back. So what harm are you guys talking about? And please don't say he's going to harm black people because that's just a bold-faced lie and I'm sick of it. And I wish black people would wake up and say, stop using us. Stop pretending as if though we have to be protected by white liberals. And that's the reason why Trump needs to go into the inner city and say, look, this is what I will do for you. He needs to spell it out. This is what I would do for you. Liberals aren't going to like it, but they know he's not going to do it. That's the reason why he should do it. Spell it out. This is what I'm going to do for you. He needs those votes. Spell it out. And when you're doing it, also go to places like East Palestine. Trump should go back there and remind people, I care about you. Not Joe Biden. They're elitist. They don't care about you. They're more concerned about illegals coming through at the border. And I dare say that a majority of them that are coming through now are military-age men, and they're from China, they're from Russia. And just imagine, if China were to say, okay, let's mobilize, these people will come after you. And as for these liberal moms in suburban America, your daughters, your sons, and your grandmas are going to be raped viciously by these illegals. We see it happening every day. The media won't talk about it. And you know why they won't talk about it? Because a white man didn't do it. So they want to cover it up. But as of lately, all the rapes and the killings that have taken place have been by illegals. It is time to wake up and smell the political coffee. They are using you. They are preying on your fears. They're making you think that it's okay. You vote for Trump. He's going to mix everything up. He's going to make it bad for black people. Black people are looking at this and saying, stop dumping these illegals in our neighborhoods because you're driving down our neighborhoods. You're destroying our neighborhoods. But see, no one is looking at that. And see, that's the space that after Darford, Robin, Andrew is going to come in. So we would encourage you, we would urge you to share the broadcast because you're not going to get this or hear this anywhere else. The guests that we bring on here, they're telling to you like it is. We're not going to sugarcoat it. We're not going to sugarcoat it because we can't afford to do that anymore. It is time to wake up and realize that the real threat to our democracy are Democrats. They're liberals. The threat to our democracy is Joe Biden. The threat to our democracy is the liberal media. Look at how they're pretending as if though Joe is in challenge. He is not cognitively 
struggling. He comes out all the time with his notepad, note cards, and he's reading. That's not acceptable. No president should be doing that. He has a teleprompter. He can't even read from the teleprompter. But they're telling you it's okay. They're telling you he's the smartest man. They're telling you, look at what he's done. He's done all these great things. And then you'll listen to someone like Nikki Haley, who'll try to jump, uh, lump Trump in on that and say, oh, Trump, he's chaos. He's chaotic. No, Nikki, you're bringing chaos to the Republican Party by not stepping down. You're not going to be the nominee. You know it, the American people know it, and your supporters know it, but they're hoping that you're going to open up a path for the No Labels Party. And in doing so, Andrew, I want, who will she pick to run for her, with her? Who will her vice P, VP pick be? Joe Manchin, a Democrat? Is she going to get him because she's thinking, oh, I can siphon votes from the Democrats if I get Joe Manchin? Or Robert F. Kennedy, God forbid if she get him because nothing against Robert F. Kennedy, but the talking, the speech, I can't deal with it. We need someone who can articulate clearly. We need a clear speaker. But who will she get? And that is the reason why I always said, and as you mentioned during the second block, Andrew, we're going to discuss this tomorrow on tomorrow's show, that Trump should never, ever even consider her as being a VP. And all those people who felt that he should, it shows you that they didn't have good judgment. Because we saw through it from day one. No, absolutely not. Don't pick her. She's no good. So now the question becomes, who will she pick? Maybe, maybe Andrew, she'll go and she'll convince Kim Reynolds, the governor of Iowa, to run with her since she's so popular. Maybe she'll, oh, we'll have a women's ticket. But will Kim Reynolds turn her back on Trump the way she did when she decided to, to support Ron DeSantis? And where is Ron DeSantis? Ron needs to really get out there. It's time to mobilize all forces, I think, Andrew. He needs to get out there, and he needs to support Trump. He needs to show that the party is unified. We need to see a unified Trump. As you mentioned, I don't know if you mentioned this on air or when we were went off air, that Vivek has put all of his money that he raised, he's turned it over to Trump. We need for something like this to happen. We need to see all of these candidates, not just Tim Scott. We need all of them out there in a show of force supporting Trump. Trump is a presumptive nominee after South Carolina. We have March 4th, Super Tuesday coming up. Trump hopefully will prevail then. It's time for Nikki to sit down. Like I said, she might cherry pick. Well, maybe, Andrew, she'll go and get Mike Pence. <laughs> maybe she'll get yeah. Mike Pence to be her VP. Or, or maybe she'll go and get Chris Christie. Who knows? I oh, mean, yeah. it's limitless. I mean, Mitt Romney's retired. And a senator. I mean, there's a lot of uh, rhino choices out there for her to choose from. That's for sure. Uh, certainly don't lack them. Maybe she'll bring Paul Ryan back out of retirement. Oh, my God. I mean, like I said, the number, the people that she can go for. And I'm sure that if she goes with this no labels party, she's thinking about all these candidates. She's thinking of a way that she can level the, the playing field, disrupt Biden, harm Trump. And yes, then the Lincoln, pro the Lincoln project will make all their videos, their propaganda videos. Man, did you see this latest Lincoln project video? They were they rented trucks with big screens and they drove around the late uh, Trump rally this past week in South Carolina with uh, an AI generated video of Fred Trump, President Trump's dad, talking about how 
Donald Trump's a disgrace and he's disappointed in him. But keep in mind, this is all AI fake video of Fred Trump. But man, these people are some weirdos trying to taunt President Trump with his da dad. I mean, how low can you go? But that's what you get with this Lincoln project. Uh, just absolute sickos, all the pedophilia that's been caught with people in that group. And they still put them out there. I'm glad you mentioned the Lincoln Project because I'm sure that they'll probably reach out to Nikki and probably will say, hey, we can make some ads for you. We can help you. We've got we've to uh, put our resources together to stop Trump. And, and notice I said they say to stop Trump. It's not about getting another candidate. It's about stopping Trump. And in stopping Trump, you're in essence promoting Joe Biden. And that's what the Democrats are hoping. Now, they're fearful. Hear me out. They're fearful that Nikki is going to stay in because she's going to focus on, I'm running against Kamala. Okay. So they're know that if they do that, Joe has to stay in. So they're fearful of that. But eventually, if it does take ground, then the liberal media will have no other choice but to say, oh, wait a minute, she's attacking a black woman. Yeah, but Kamala is also Indian. So it would be interesting to see how that plays out. And by then, Andrew, that is the reason why we have got to get the next head of the GOP. Once Rona, Rona is supposedly stepping down now. She said at the South, South Carolina she was going to step down. And I think Trump has chosen – there's a friend of his he wants to be there as well as his daughter-in-law. Now, I didn't know that the candidate could choose a person to be – over the uh, the chairman of the GOP. I don't think that's not going to come without controversy because, of course, they're going to say, oh, Lord Trump, she's going to do whatever Trump wants. Well, rightfully so. She should, as long as she's bringing in money. But I'm sure there's going to be a lot of rumblings behind the scene. But at this stage, Andrew, I think that Republicans need to all have a come-to-Jesus moment and say, look, for better or for worse, in their opinion, Trump is going to be the nominee. We need to support him. We need to start trying to fight off a lot of these crazy lawsuits. We know what Nikki wants, but Nikki is going to do a party of no labels. So unless we're saying that we're going to switch parties and vote for her, we need to get behind Trump. Because I don't think that enough Republicans are standing up and calling out these frivolous lawsuits calling out the fact that you have these judges trying to steal his money, trying to take his money so that he can't self-campaign, he can't spend money on himself to fund his campaign. So we're going to take away his money. It is time that they stand up and say, nope, we're not going to allow this to happen. we got to stop this. And I think we said before about the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court better make certain that they're looking at the law and applying the law correctly. Because if they're not, they are destroying democracy. And this is not about ruling for Trump. It's about ruling for the Constitution, ruling for America, standing behind the principles of the Constitution, because we see right now that there's a force out there that's trying to destroy it. And Nikki Haley is allowing this to happen. She's aiding and abetting this. So I don't care what you're thinking what people want to happen, it is time for the party to stand together. And all these young people, well, I don't know about Trump because Trump said this and Trump. No, we got to. It's unfortunate, Andrew, that a lot of young people have been so indoctrinated by the propaganda of the left, including, I dare say, Andrew, 
some conservative young people, they've been indoctrinated by the left propaganda. And it has happened because conservatives turned their back on education. They decided not to encourage their kids to go to school and get an education, get a degree in education. And we've talked about this on many of our shows. And now we see the result. We see the result of us turning our back on it. That's the reason why we can't turn our back on media. We can't turn our back on social media. As hard as it is, we have to stay the course. We have to keep fighting. Because when we turn our back on it, we're conceding ground and we're allowing them to take control the way we look at what has happened right now. Look at what they've done. And it's so hard to get that back, to claw that back. Had we not conceded so much ground, we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in right now. And people would understand and know that what's happening with our election system is wrong. They would know that you just can't let people come here across the border and then say, oh, well, they can have, they can, why can't they vote? This country doesn't belong to anyone. And what has happened, Andrew, is that they have poisoned the mind of people to think that White people have controlled everything. They think it's their way of life, and we got to go against those institutions because they created them. But it's like, think about what you're saying and think about what they're trying to do. They want illegals to come here. They want them to vote. So anybody can come here. Anybody can come from Russia, from the Middle East, from China. They will always vote down the American system in favor of something that's going to benefit them. And see, that's how they'll introduce the global order, because the United States won't have a say in anything. It'll just be whoever we want there. We'll vote for this person, and he'll be the president. He'll say this and say that for the entire world. We need a steady hand at the helm of things. Nikki Haley isn't that steady hand. I don't care who she picks to be around her. No, they're not loyalty. They have no loyalty to America. What she's doing is going to destroy the country. And the only person who could be that steady hand would be Donald Trump. And he needs to get someone, a VP, that he can groom who can step up in 2028. And we're going to talk about this tomorrow. The decisions that we're making right now, Andrew, are so critical. And I don't know if people realize it. This is a very consequential election. This is one of the most important elections ever. Now, they'll say that when they'll say, oh, it's either Joe or Trump. And if it's Trump, he's going to destroy democracy. No. If Joe Biden gets it, we can kiss it all goodbye. And we're going to talk about this tomorrow. We can kiss it all goodbye because he does not care about America. Just like Obama didn't care about America. Because if Obama did, Obama would be out right now saying, guys, we got to stop this. This is not right. You're destroying every institution. You poison the legal system. You poison our judicial system. You're, you're having people to have second doubts about the Supreme Court. You're lessening their ability to breathe the Supreme Law, to uphold the Supreme Law. And why wouldn't he? He jumped all over the Constitution and stepped on it, sped on the Constitution. He didn't care anything about the Constitution. And that's the reason why this election, Andrew, is so important. Because we need people who believe in America. And it's okay to believe in America. They make you think that, oh, you're a nationalist, you're, you're a white supremacist. Everybody from every other country, they believe in their own country. The Chinese believe in China, the Japanese, Saudi Arabia, Europe, Australians. Everyone believes in their country. Why can't we? Look at Germany. 
Why can't America? Why is it that we have to be the bad guys and to say that we love the country? Oh, you're bad. Why do you like the flag? It's evil. But you will embrace the Ukraine flag? I'm not, I, you look at Nikki Haley running around with the Ukraine flag on her uh, motorcade. It's embarrassing. And then you want to belittle people for having the American flag. <laughs> Go figure. This is a very important election. We have to get it right. And putting Nikki in office is not getting it right. It's going back. It's resetting the clock back. We need Trump so that he can move it forward. And all those people who are saying, well, he's going to get revenge. Well, what are you afraid of? If you haven't done anything, why, why are you afraid of it? The person who's trying to get revenge is Democrats. And Joe Biden would trying to throw Trump in jail. And yes, we can compare Trump to the uh, Putin's opponent whom Putin killed. Because look at what they're trying to do to Trump. And for all those people who are saying, oh, how could Trump compare himself easily? Because that's what they're trying to do. I do believe if they were to get him in jail, Andrew, they would try to kill him. And I think that if Nikki were to become president, I think that she would definitely try to move forward with all these ridiculous crimes, charges that are leveled against him. She's been spanked. She needs to step aside. We need to focus on the election because it is a most very important and consequential election, Andrew. You got that right. It could be our last if President Donald Trump does not take office. We could all be speaking Mandarin by 2028. Uh, we need to get President Trump back and uh, be sure to join us tomorrow night. We'll be discussing who President Trump's vice president could be in 2024. Thank you for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on i. Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you stream, or you can go to AmericaOutloud.news. We'll see you guys next time, and remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.